folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We're still over here by Walmart uh, doing a big sale, and I wanted to invite everybody to come down and let's check out the inventory. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. We've got a slingshot over there if anybody wants to come by and look at it. Um, we're going to be running all summer long from uh, 8.30 in the morning till probably 6, 7 o'clock at night. It depends on how long it takes us to do it. But we want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35 over here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great finance. And listen, guys, we can't do it without you. We just want to tell you how much we appreciate you. Bobby Ledbetter is always uh, willing to say, get the best deal no matter what. Let's not let them leave without a car. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844-2210. On the, on the corner here, and they pick up a first down. It only takes second, seven seconds off the clock. But, but you've got to keep that deep ball in front of you. So Fort Payne's going to have a, a challenge ahead of them on this series to just try to keep this thing tight. Vazina takes the snap, drops back. Looks across the middle to Rebels, and he's hit right there as he catches it. No gain. Well, maybe a yard. Bennett blanks on the tackle. So, yeah, he picked up three yards on that play. Good play by Blanks there. Yeah, it was a really nice play. Tried to come underneath with Luke Rebels. So it's second down and six. Clock is running. We're about to approach the one-minute mark of the first half. Here comes some pressure. Oh, come on, get him, Darrell. Missed him. He runs out of bounds. Vazina runs out of the pressure. Darrell almost had him again. He gets close to a f They're going to give – hang on. That – okay. That didn't look anywhere close to a first down. No, it didn't. That looked a yard short, and they just gave it to him. Okay. Schuyler and Darrell back there just so close to having It was really the close to getting to Vizina in the backfield. So right at a minute left, Fort Payne – I mean, uh, Briarwood is approaching midfield. If Fort Payne defense can hold here, this would be really big. Vizina drops back. He's looking for somebody across the middle of the field. He completes it to 24, which is Nicholas Dyson. That's another Briarwood first down. Fort Payne's trying to keep everything in front of them. They may have to try to dial up some pressure here. Trying to keep it in front of him there and giving Vazina way too much time. He's, he's got a lot of apart. time right now, yeah. Takes the snap. He rolls right. Now Will Green's coming in trying to get some pressure on him. Vazina pulls it down to run, picks up a first down. He's down to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Is he an in touchdown? How did he stay on the sideline? My goodness. He can run and throw. Chris Vazina on a long 45-yard touchdown run. Just up the sideline, he's, he's got some wheels on him. So, four-pane defense unable to hold there with a minute and 40 left in the half, and Briarwood scores another touchdown. It's 20 to 12. Mm. Really hopeful that the defense could hold there, but, man, they're, they're just – you can tell Briarwood's got some different horses. Uh, that's another one of those where Vizina can hurt you there. Play kind of breaks down there, and he runs it for 45 yards for yeah. a touchdown. Punch on the extra point attempt. It is good. So with 34 seconds left in the half, Fort Payne trails 21 to 12. Let's take a 30-second break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. 
The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. So with 34 seconds left in the half, Fort Payne trails 21 to 12. Briarwood kicks off, just a squib kick. Picked up there by Ricky Adame at the 20-yard line. He just falls on it. So I would imagine Fort Payne's going to take a knee on this one. Although they might try to run something, just see if they can pick up something quick and, and maybe get in McPherson range to try to chip into this lead. But it has a feel. We talked about it during break that, that Fort Payne almost has to play perfect to stay in this game. And they've yeah. played really, really close to that. And uh, if they could have had that um, – two-point conversion and then held Briarwood, but unfortunately not able to. So looks like they are going to try to run something here on first and 10 to Caden Dubos probably. Takes the snap hands. No, he fakes the handoff. Throws to Connor Cash here on the sideline. Connor's trying to break, break a few tackles. Picks up about seven yards. I think Fort Payne's probably going to just go into the half. Are they going to call a timeout? Nobody's, nobody's hustling, but nobody looks like they're heading to the – Locker rooms, but I don't think Fort Payne's going to run into the play. Looks like it's going to run out on us. Yep, seven, six, five. They're coming to the line of scrimmage. And time runs off the clock. And so at half, Fort Payne trails Briarwood 21 to 12. Uh, since we're on the road, Fort Payne's band will be up first. So we'll have Fort Payne's band up first after a two-minute timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We're still over here by Walmart uh, doing a big sale. And I wanted to invite everybody to come down and let's check out the inventory. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. We've got a slingshot over there if anybody wants to come by and look at it. Um, we're going to be running all summer long from uh, 8.30 in the morning till probably 6, 7 o'clock at night. It depends on how long it takes us to do it. But we want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35. We're here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great finance. And listen, guys, we can't do it without you. We just want to tell you how much we appreciate you. Bobby Ledbetter is always uh, willing to say, get the best deal no matter what. Let's not let them leave without a car. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844-2210. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC.
Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill and Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturdays. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We're still over here by Walmart uh, doing a big sale, and I wanted to invite everybody to come down and let's check out the inventory. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. We've got a slingshot over there if anybody wants to come by and look at it. Um, we're going to be running all summer long from uh, 8.30 in the morning till probably 6, 7 o'clock at night. It depends on how long it takes us to do it. But we want to invite everybody to come out here and see us. We're on Highway 35 over here by Walmart. Great inventory to choose from. We've got great finance. And listen, guys, we can't do it without you. We just want to tell you how much we appreciate you. Bobby Ledbetter is always uh, willing to say, get the best deal no matter what. Let's not let them leave without a car. So y'all come down here and see us. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844-2210. Speaking now with uh, Fort Payne High kicker Alex McPherson, and now can add a new title to that, state record holder. So Friday night had a 61-yard field goal against North Jackson uh, to break the state record on a snap hole kick. Uh, it was a tie record for any field goal of that distance. So uh, Alex, uh, walk through that last opportunity, because really there was only about two and a half minutes left in the game. Mm -hmm. Was that still on? I'm a, I had to be on your mind. So was it still on your mind and you were kind of thinking about it? Well, for me, I was like, the game's winding down. We're just going to we're just gonna play it out. I didn't think I was going to get another shot at it. Yeah. But uh, my kicking coach and Coach Homer, you know, he's, he's going to give me the opportunity, I guess. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, he gave me another opportunity, and I got to go out there and hit it. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Did it, did it feel any different than all? I mean, you've probably had, I don't know if you've counted, five, four six, five, four or five opportunities to break that yeah. record. Did this one feel different? Did it, did it feel the same? Yeah, I think it felt different. I mean, I haven't hit. I had. I had been hitting the ball super solid all night. So yeah. it was definitely you felt a lot. Good about it. Yeah, I was. I was feeling good. You know, I'd already made a 61 previously in the game, 
but we fall started, so we had to back it up. Yeah. But you know, I knew I knew that I could make it that game, and yeah. that I was um, hitting the ball well. So yeah, so I knew I could have made it. How soon? I, I, I think I know the answer. This having kicked myself, yeah. you probably knew immediately. Yeah, as soon I as did. you hit it, that it was gone. Yeah, as soon as I hit it, I knew it was it was super good. And I knew it had a chance. I mean, I knew it was cold, but when I hit it, I saw it. I was like, that's got to be. That's got to be. If not over the uprights, got to be super close. Yeah, really close. And once I saw it cross. Before the rest of them put their hands up, I celebrated because yeah. I just knew. Yeah. So you had a chance. I saw you after the game, uh, FaceTiming with uh, Evan. Yeah. Did he watch it? Was he was he yeah. watching the game? He watches on... all of our games. Okay. Yep. So. Well, good. So you know, he was pumped up. What do you have to say to you? Oh yeah, I just told me congrats. Yeah. I, I deserved it. Yeah. And so his I, was sixty, right? He yep. had a sixty yarder. Yeah. In he Korea. held the okay. state record, the snap hole kick before that. That's that's crazy. I know. Um, so anything else? I mean, it was senior night, a real special night. Yeah. Uh, in the playoffs this week, anything quirky, anything funny happen, anything, what's the kind of, any unusual stories that came out of that, or just pretty straightforward? Yeah, just, pretty straightforward. Well, one thing that's kind of cool, I when I went to the Auburn game the next day, you know, okay, yeah. I, I mean, every single person at the game knew somehow. <laughs> it was funny, because every, every person I talked to, they were like, congratulations. And it yeah, was, oh yeah. It, it was it, weird. Word spreads fast. It was on uh, AL.com within 30 minutes after the game was Yeah, over. I did an interview with him, actually. Okay. Because coach, they called Coach Elmore, and then he handed the phone to me. Yeah. Well, I posted it on an Auburn website oh, that, yeah. I, that I'm a member of. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and it was already – actually, no, it wasn't on there yet. But then but then their recruiting coordinator, Keith, had oh, posted yeah. something on there about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, your, your career here is – you know, hopefully it's another couple of weeks. Yeah, me too. Uh, but it's starting to wind down. Um, how does it feel kind of making this transition? You're a senior. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your mind, I mean, uh, are you finding yourself kind of going, hey, Auburn's there, or yeah. hey, no, hold on, let's focus here? Yeah. How's that battle right now? You know, I want to focus on uh, on what's, what's what's in front of me right now, not yeah. what's in the future. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm excited to get to Auburn, but right now I'm playing football for Fort Payne, and that's what I'm looking yeah. for. So. All right, well, um, I can't think of anything else, but congratulations again on that state Thank record, you. and uh, we're certainly proud of you. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Here at Donahue Chevrolet, we have all the cars you need. Our local staff is always here to assist your needs. Our 2021 vehicles are in stock and we have options for the whole family. We are located at 1000 Green Hill Boulevard Northwest in Fort Payne. Donahue Chevrolet is a proud supporter of the Fort Payne Wildcats. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, we're back at halftime. Fort Payne trails 21 to 12, and Dallas, you and I were discussing um, just outside the press box here that really, all things considered, Fort Payne's doing a great job staying in this game and trying to be competitive with a school that's definitely got uh, a good bit of talent on it. Exactly. I 
obviously coming into the game, you got to think Fort Payne's a little bit of an underdog in this. And Briarwood's got a very high-powered offense. They've had the ball four times and produced three touchdowns out of those four times. Uh, yeah. You know, we had an interception on about the three-yard line there on one of them. And um, defensively, you know, we've, we've, we've given up three plays over 45 yards, which is, you know, it's kind of killed us there. Yeah. Uh, but the offense moving the ball, one of the best that I've seen them this season. You know, Jake Barnes seems really comfortable in the pocket, making some of those longer throws. We're staying balanced with run plays and pass plays. Uh, offensively, we're looking really sharp. And if we can just keep their possessions down and make a stop or two, we've got a great chance in this game. Yeah, you know, that that's the strange thing because it kind of feels like it could get away from Fort Payne. But, you know, it could just as easily go in the other direction and Fort Payne be right back in this thing. One one big mistake, uh, and four paints within one score, and um, so you have to be pleased if you're if you're a Fort Payne Wildcat and a Wildcat supporter, you have to be impressed with how this team has fought and uh, come out here and and held this game 21 to 12 at halftime. Looking at scores around the region, Mountain Brook is leading Southside 35 to nothing at half. Uh, Homewood is leading Arab 21 to seven at half, and Chelsea was up 14 to nothing on Oxford, and now it's 17 to 13 at halftime there. So all four teams in the region down at half, and hopefully somebody can win to go on to the second round out of this region. Uh, it's not going to be Southside. Yeah, but, uh, looks like they're in trouble. <laughs> I don't think they're going to come back from that 35 to nothing. But anyway, had a chance. I mentioned earlier that, uh, well, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the air or mentioned it to you, Dallas, but uh, Luke Rebels, who's the running back for Briarwood, and his dad and I uh, were walk-ons together at Auburn, Eric Rebels, and walked out of the back of the press box and ran into Eric Rebels. So I got to sit and catch up with him and said he still hangs out with uh, with Patrick Sullivan, who's Pat Sullivan's son, and, and sees uh, John Colon, who is Mike Colon. You Auburn fans will know those names. Mike Colon was Captain Crunch for the 72 uh, Miami Dolphins undefeated team and played at Auburn, and his son John was a walk-on with us along with Patrick as a quarterback. And so got to catch up with Eric Rebels, and it uh, uh, was really cool to see him. And his wife is uh, Tiffany, and she's from Opelika, which is where I coach, so I knew her family. Um, anyway, it was really cool to catch up with them. So Fort Payne and Briarwood now back on the field. <coughs> Excuse me. Getting warmed up for the second half. We've got about a minute left. Before that, any thoughts, Dallas, what you would like to see or what you think Fort Payne needs to do here in the second I, half? You know, first off, this first series on defense here is going to be huge. Briarwood's mm -hmm. getting the ball there. And like you said, I think this game could get away from you if you're not careful. Uh, getting a stop here on this first series and getting the ball back in Fort Payne's hands is going to be huge. Uh, you know, I think if we can get that and get a little momentum going in the second half, um, we'll be all right. But like I said, offense looks really good, uh, moving the ball well. Um, defensively, we've had a few mishaps in the in the backfield back there and left a couple guys open for some big plays. But um, other than that, the defensive line's looking pretty sharp. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Fort Payne has been really close. And on two of those long post patterns, uh, almost had Vizina in the backfield sacked. Uh, and then on his long run, uh, they had pressure on him. So if we can get to him, and some of those close sacks become sacks, and if they can turn the ball over or do something crazy, which would be uncharacteristic of them, if they come out and something gift Fort, gift Fort Payne a turnover uh, deep in their own territory, then uh, you know you never can tell what'll happen here. We we saw several reasons why you know Briarwood's quarterback uh, Zena is getting some offers from some pretty big D1 schools. Uh, yeah. With his legs and his arm, and two or three times, like you said, 
Darrell or um, Skylar Hillier or some of those was in the backfield about to make a play, and next thing you know, he's 25 yards down the field or, you know, he's yeah. made a one-arm throw for 40 yards. Yeah, you can you – can, he's got Division One stamped all over him. So, um, as we're getting ready for the second half, let me mention one of our sponsors that I didn't get to mention in the first half, Not Your Mama's Deli. Not Your Mama's Deli is now open for lunch at 1130, Wednesday through Saturday. People rave about their Reuben BLT, Philly cheese and chicken salad sandwiches, fire brick oven pizza, and more. Made with only the fresh ingredients, live musical entertainment is on Fridays and Saturday nights until 2 a.m. This is a great idea for after the game. You're listening to this live on FPTV. So uh, another public service announcement from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The AHSAA reminds fans that we all play a role in the education of our students. Parents, fans, and people in the community all set an example for students, whether they are aware of it or not. Help set a positive example in everything you do, both at the games and in your community. Good sportsmanship is what sets your school apart. That's a public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. So, Briarwood receives a second-half kick. They're going to receive it to our left. Fort Payne will be to our right kicking off. And uh, we're getting really close to the end of the halftime. Really beautiful campus here. I mean, this is... It is nice. They have, they have a really nice facility here. Yeah. Since I've been here, they've, they've turfed the field also, so yeah. that's got a good look to it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. So, Fort Payne's to their sideline, Briarwood's to their sideline. Alex McPherson's out on the field getting one last warm-up kick. Boy, it would be nice to have him maybe break that stake record again tonight. That would be. See if he could uh, kick a 62 or 63-yard field goal. That just – be icing on the cake of this comeback victory by Fort Payne, tw- down 21 to 12. So. For the second half, Briarwood will receive a kickoff from McPherson. Gilbert and Russell back to receive a kickoff. <clears throat> McPherson in to kickoff, and we are set up for the second half. That's a. Uh, that's a bit of an unusual kickoff return team, but Broadwood's got both. I don't know if they're anticipating an onside kick, but uh, they've got two lines set up within eight yards of each other, and there's eight guys that close to the field. They only have two, two uh, deep men to receive. Here's the kick by McPherson. It is really deep. Did he get the uprights? Nope, just about nine yards deep. Briarwood would have started the 20-yard line. May have that set up just knowing he's going to just kick it on out of the end yeah, zone anyway. I know it. <laughs> With that set up there, it would be a good thing for like one of those little pooch kicks to about the 20 because yeah. there's, there's nobody there. And, and Coach Elmore may see that. Give that a shot. They're talking about it. Look at them on the sideline. Coach Elmore's <laughs> talking with uh, Coach Stanley and Alex. That was a popular <laughs> kick that we did when I was in school was, just, you know, the pooch run down there and try well, to he, make a play on He it. was just having a conversation with him, and I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not what it's about. So here comes Vazina. He, oh, he fumbled the ball. He was trying to hand off or fake the handoff to Rebels, and he puts it on the turf, and uh, he's going to end up losing three yards on that play. It'll be second down and 13. Well, that would have been nice for Fort Payne to follow something been, like that. Yeah. Second best thing, though, starting – Second and behind the sticks there. Yeah, let's just keep that going. I think those long post patterns have been on those after we've had good defensive plays, and then they come out and throw one deep on us. So let's hope they don't do that here. Second and 13, Briarwood. Vizino is rolling right. He's going to 
pitch to Rebels. Rebels got some running room. He's going to get about eight yards. It's going to be third down and about four. Third down and four for Briarwood. Let's see if we can get a big stop here. Come on, guys. Let's go, D. Big stop here. 11 minutes left in the third quarter. Four paint trails, 21 to 12. Briarwood's in trips, receivers topside. Vizina drops back. He's getting pressure. Oh, Bennett almost got to him, but he got enough of him to affect the throw, and he didn't get, he's not able to get a good pass off, and so it's going to be fourth down. Nice play by Bennett Blanks. Boy, I tell you what, that's one of those plays. Yeah. Just a little bit of pressure yeah. caused Vizina to have to throw that, uh, and it, it didn't get all of it on there. That was a big, big series for Fort Payne's defense right there. For nice three and out, yep. Momentum and um, getting the ball back. Yep. So for the first time this evening, uh, Briarwood is going to punt. And here comes the kick. Oh, no, don't do that. Ah, don't do that. So Fort Payne hits. Mm, Bennett Blanks hit the punter. And it's running into the it's running into the kicker, but they only needed five yards for the first down, and they're going to get it. So Fort Payne's going to give it right back to Briarwood with a penalty on uh, running into the punter. Didn't mean to, but uh, Bennett Blanks hit him, and it's going to be a first down Briarwood. Bennett makes makes a big play there on third down, and you know hate hate to see that happen on fourth down right there when we really need to get the ball back. Man, that's the. <laughs> So just as, as much as the little inch that it took Bennett to get to him to pressure him, that same little inch is what caused him to hit the punter, which is number 21 for Briarwood. Let me see who that is. He's coming. He's limping off the field. He, got, he hit him pretty good. Hayden Stubbs. But now it gives Briarwood a first down on their own 31-yard line. 10.42 left. You hate to see that. My goodness. So, uh, new life for Briarwood. Vizina drops back, throws across the middle, completes to his tight end, really close to another first down. They're going to give it to him. I don't think he's had but maybe down. one incomplete pass. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's got a good arm. Throws it well, 6'4", 200 pounds. Mm. So, Fort Payne needs to come up with a stop here. Needs a big play here. Briarwood comes with trips receivers to this near side and a single receiver on the top side. Vizina brings his tight end into motion. Now he's the inside slot guy. Takes it, hands off to Rebel's right side. He's looking for running room. He's going to be tackled for a little bit of a game, maybe maybe a yard, maybe two. He's second down and eight. Carter Tinker, I think, getting him from behind yep, right there. Yeah, nice play by Carter playing linebacker tonight. Now he gained four yards? My, my eyes are just awful. This angle up here is killing me. So it's second down and six and not second down and nine. That's my mistake. Briarwood comes to the line of scrimmage. They're going to have the trips receivers in kind of a bunch formation, topside, single receiver down here. Rebels in the backfield with Vizina. He drops back. He's looking across to the sideline, throws it short, incomplete. That wasn't a really good pass. Yeah, that was the first bad ball I've seen him throw behind yeah. his receiver there. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get that out there far enough. Going under nine and a half minutes left <clears throat> in the third quarter, Fort Payne trails 21 to 12. 
Another big third down here. Yep, Let's see if we can get off the field this time. Big play by the defense here. Now they're trying to do the jump off sides. Good job there. Freeze and four paint holes. They don't jump. Third and seven. Bazina takes the snap. He's dropping back. Four paints bringing pressure. It's going to be a screen pass. He gets it to Rebels. Oh, he almost had the play. He's going to pick up the first down. Had him tackled short of the gain and just can't make the play. And uh, Rebels picks up the first down for Briarwood at the Fort Payne 43-yard line, 42-yard line. Rebels, you, you got to wrap him up, man. There's, yeah. He, he's going to break some t arm tackles. He's very similar to uh, Alex Akins. He is. And how he runs and how he approaches the game. Briarwood again tries the freeze play to get Fort Payne to jump. They don't. Nice job, guys. First and 10, Briarwood at the Fort Payne 42-yard line. Pazina takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throws across the middle. He's got that number 24 again. Picks up another first down, down to the 22-yard line. Nicholas Dyson. Well, he's been a, he's been a threat all night. He's made he's big been plays. He's a favorite target for yeah. Pazina. Man, you really, really can't let yourself think that we had him stopped for no game, for yeah. three and out, and at, then at gave it back 35. to him. And gave it back to him. Mm. So, Briarwood now nearing the red zone. First and 10, Bazina fakes the pitch. He's going to run left side, picks up about six or seven yards on first down, six yards. It'll be second and four. Fort Payne's defense desperately needs to get off the field, really need to try to hold them to a field goal attempt here. Nearing eight minutes left in the third quarter, Fort Payne trails 21 to 12. If Fort Payne can somehow bring a stop here, they're still in this ball game. Got to get a stop. Lazina brings the tight end in the motion to the slot, takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's getting pressured. He's going to go down, go down. Yes, he goes down. <laughs> I kept wanting to took, call it. Took go two or three of us down. down. Heisman Brown in there, uh, Skylar uh, Hillier, uh, Daryl Prater back there. Somebody, was that Will Green? Yeah, there's four or five of them they back brought, there. They brought pressure on that play, which was nice. It's going to be third and long for Briarwood, third and 15. Do you bring pressure on something like this, or do you drop? It's almost like you're going to have to put pressure on him. Yeah, I think you cannot let pressure him sit back him. there. So it's a third down and 15. Fort Payne's got a great opportunity here for the defense. They drop back. He rolls right. Vazina's looking. Throws to the sideline. It's complete, well but short. well short of the first down. He's thrown a lot of low passes. He has. Maybe they were just trying to gain some yardage to go for it on fourth down. It looks like that's what they're going to do. I'm not sure what kind of field goal kicker that Briarwood's got. Uh, he was okay. I, uh, he was certainly no Alex McPherson, but he he, he was okay. I, he could make this field goal, I think. But they're going to go for it. It's fourth down and five, Briarwood. Big stop here by Fort Payne. Don't jump off sides, guys. Man in motion coming to this near side. Fakes the handoff of the speed sweep. He drops back. He's going to be under pressure again. Now he gets out of the pressure. Now he's running to the sideline. He's going to pick up the first down, and he's going to be in the end zone for a touchdown. That's just too much there. Another one of those plays. Yeah. He just. Uh, He's a playmaker. Yeah. He looks just. He just looks that much bigger than what we can chase. I mean, he's a defensive. I mean, he's a D1 prospect. So, had him had him in the in the backfield. Well, almost had him in the backfield. Really didn't have him wrapped up. Had an opportunity to get a sack there, but he breaks out of it. Runs left side for a touchdown. Four pain trails 20, 27 to 12. Hmm. 
Hate to see that. So uh, punch in to attempt the extra point. He kicks it, and it is good. So with 6.30 left, 6.34 left in the third quarter, Four Payne trails 28-12. to 12. Let's take a 30-second break. This is Four Payne Wildcat football. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. Well, Fort Payne got out of its defense what you wanted to get out of that defense. Oh, Connor. Connor catches the ball but has to go to the ground at the 15-yard line. Didn't have his feet under him and had to slide to catch it. So Fort Payne will start at the 15-yard line. But Fort Payne had him three and out. On, yeah, on, on Briarwood's 35-yard line and, there. And had Briarwood back in its own territory, was going to get the punt, was going to get the ball at the 35. And roughing the kicker gives Briarwood a first down, and then they turn it into seven points. So Fort Payne starts its first drive, six and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Down by 16 now. Jake Barnes takes the snap, throws to the right side to the left side to Connor Cass. That picks up a first down. He's out to the 25-yard line. Nice pickup by Connor. Connor Cash had a heck of a game already. He's, he's a solid receiver. You'd love to see these kids have another opportunity to play next week, especially for these seniors. So first and 10, uh, Fort Payne after the pickup from Connor Cash. Dubos to Barnes' is right. We've got a, a twins receiver's top side, single receiver this bottom side. Sawyer Burt's in at tight end. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Throws out to Ledford. Picks up another, another four-pane first down. Did he drop it? No, they called him down. He was down there. Ooh. Hang on to that ball, Marcus. Marcus Ledford on the uh, first down pickup. Two two plays, two first downs for four-pane. Nice um, first two play calls for four-pane. And maybe they've uh, decided they're going to have to throw the ball to stay back in this game. Certainly can do that. Jake's talented enough, and we've got plenty of weapons at the wideout spots and the tight end spots to inch our way back into this. Just about to go under six minutes left in the third quarter. Four paint trails by 16. Barnes takes the snap. This is he fakes the handoff. He's going to roll to this left side. He's looking for somebody in the flats. Tries to get it to Connor Cash, but it's short. That time the defensive end didn't bite as much on the naked boot. So uh, on a naked boot, they're trying to show play action to the right side. And then uh, Jake pulls back left off of that action. And when you don't leave any protection on his backside, they call it naked bootleg because there's nothing there to help. That's worked several times tonight. Yeah. And, and that's what Coach Elmore talked about. Their defensive ends are, are taught if the guy who would block you goes down to help block, you chase which is what leaves the naked open. Jake didn't get the snap well enough to give the ball off to Caden, so he has to run it, and there's nothing there. It's going to be third down and 10. Running down to, it's 542 o'clock running in the third quarter, Fort Payne trails 28 to 12. This is Brian Northcutt with Dallas Poe, Briarwood Christian School, Birmingham, Alabama, first round of the playoffs. Fort Payne trailing in the third quarter, 28 to 12. 
Comes out in third down and long. Let's see what they try to do to get the first down here. Jake takes the snap, drops back, looks to this left side. He's got Marcus Ledford there. He's going to pick up the Fort Payne first down. Nice play to, from Barnes to Ledford up near midfield, and it's a Fort Payne first down. Jake's, Jake's throwing the ball well right now. I was going to say, it's, Jake looks really good in the pocket right now. He does. He looks very comfortable. Under five minutes left. Fort Payne's moving the ball here. This is their first series, isn't it? This is the first series of the second half for them. Yes. So first and 10, Fort Payne at their own 48-yard line. Dubose in pistol formation behind Jake Barnes. He gives the ball to Dubose, right side. Trying to find some running room. Not much there. Picks up about a yard. Got a lot of help from them safeties. Maybe try to open up something across the middle of the field. Caden picks up a yard on first down. Homewood now leading Arab 28-7 in the third quarter. So the Arabian Knights not uh, doing so well against the Homewood Patriots tonight. <clears throat> Fort Payne brings Ledford and Dubose into the backfield, flanking Barnes. It's second down and nine. They're going to give the ball to Marcus Ledford. He's looking for that running room, and, boy, they're just filling the holes. Briarwood's defense not giving Fort Payne much up the middle, so it's going to be third down and eight. Fort Payne right at midfield. So, uh, so far in this drive, Fort Payne has been able to produce first downs when uh, it looked a little bit bleak, and let's see if they can do it again here. A little more success right now throwing the ball than looks like they're sending some of those middle linebackers on stunts. Yeah. Yeah, may need to try to. Let's see what Fort Payne dials up. They're going with trips receivers to this near side, a single receiver top side. Barnes is checking everything out to see what he's going to do, and Coach Elmore is going to call a timeout. Uh, so Fort Payne's going to take a, a break. Let's take it with them. Let's take a 30-second break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We're still over here by Walmart uh, doing a big sale, and I wanted to invite everybody to come down and let's check out the inventory. We've got some great inventory for you to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. Shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844-2210. We're back. <clears throat> We're back. Fort Payne facing a third and eight at midfield. 316 left. Um, felt like with Fort Payne stopping them, but then giving them the ball back. With that stop, you kind of thought, okay, well, Fort Payne can, can grab some momentum here and get yeah. right back into this game. This feels like another one of those moments. This is. Even though it's third and eight. You know, I would think, too, is, is this four down territory? Yeah. In this situation? Yeah, you got you got to start to believe that you're going to have to keep up with them scoring in order to stay in this ball game. So Fort Payne may be trying to think about two downs here to get this first down. Barnes takes the snap. He's dropping back. Looking at backside, looking up for Connor Cash, trying to throw it up to him. He can't get it. They're going to call yeah. a flag on that. Fort Payne's going to be the beneficiary of that. I'm not sure. Well, it's probably a good call. We'll take it. 
It's going to be uh, interference against Briarwood. It's just like a little. The, the ball was overthrown a little bit, but the Briarwood DB, I think, was keeping cash from, from, from getting, getting to, to it, there. Yeah, just kind yeah. of. Uh, it's a fair call. It's going to be interference, and that'll give Fort Payne the first down. It's a big break for Fort Payne. Yeah, big break, which they needed. They need that break. 310 left in the third quarter. Fort Payne's drive stays alive with that penalty. Now they're down to the Briarwood 35-yard line. Really need to produce a touchdown here, try to get back into this ball game. Yeah, we, we got to have touchdowns from here out. I don't, don't yeah. think field goals are going to do it for us. No, no. You've got you've to score. And they are bleeding some clock with this drive, too. So if they can score and then somehow hold Briarwood and then keep scoring, we'll just see what happens. They're going to throw backside to Adame. Adame makes the catch at the 28-yard line. He's going to pick up another four pain first down. Really creative play calling on offense for four pain right now, getting, getting some fairly decent chunk plays, 10, 15. Uh, yard plays on this drive, and Fort Payne's now inside the 25-yard line. I think, was that Adame's first reception or not? They threw to him the first play of the game, but okay. it was incomplete. I, Seems like it's been a while. I think if so. You may, you may be right on that. You may be right. First and 10, Fort Payne at the 23-yard line. Brings Ledford in motion. He's going to give it to him. It's a reverse. Cash, there's nobody there. That defensive end stayed at home and was waiting on Cash from the backside. It's a big loss for Fort Payne on first down. That, that defensive end knew exactly what was coming. Yeah, he right saw there. it coming. He gave chase when he saw Marcus leave. Uh, we used to say, I don't know if y'all ever used that term on defense, was Confucius say, one man go, one man come. <laughs> And so if a guy leaves, wait for another guy to come from him, from that area. And um, second and long for Fort Payne. They're going to have to pick up some big yardage to get this first down. Jake Barnes takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He runs the boot. He's going to throw to Sawyer Burt down. It's nothing there, and it's going to be intercepted. Picked off. He didn't get it deep enough to Sawyer, and it's picked off by Briarwood. And they get it back out to the 28-yard line. Jake never had a chance to set his feet and really get anything on it, but it didn't make much difference. Sawyer was covered up. Yeah. They were trying to get some help on those. and Sawyer was double covered there. And they, were trying, they were hoping for, and I saw this play at practice this week, they were hoping that those safeties were going to try to come down and help with that run, and then Fort Payne was going to play action off of that and hopefully get Sawyer Bird un, un, uncovered, and he wasn't. Jake didn't have a time to set, and so it was underthrown, and it was picked off. So that drive comes up with nothing. 149 left in the third quarter. Fort Payne down 28 to 12. So, um, you know, you're just kind of fighting an uphill battle the whole game. Uh, Briarwood's just really good. Gonna option play pitches to Rebels to this left side. He's finding running room. He's going to get a first down for Briarwood. Nice run by Luke Rebels. Four pain just ever so close on every play, but just can't close and make the plays. We're, we're, we're a couple small breaks away from, you know, this game couldn't be tied up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference. Whenever you're playing a game like this, to, to have a chance, you've got to catch almost every break. Briarwood does the freeze play where their tackles and tight ends stand up. Fort Payne does not jump. We're getting close to going under a minute. Fazina drops back. He's going to get pressure. No, there's a penalty flag or a timeout. Nope, that was an uh, Illegal procedure against Briarwood will back them up five yards. Let me tell you about one of our sponsors, Catherine's Gallery Custom Framing LLC. Your Pete the Cat headquarters is the perfect place to find or create something special for Christmas this year. Amy can help you personalize your gifts with her laser engraver. 
everything from ornaments to cutting boards. And for your kids, there's Melissa and Doug and Pete the Cat. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, you're hearing this live on FPTV. So it's first and 15 Briarwood, 54 seconds clock running in the third quarter. Fort Payne trails 28 to 12. And it looks like Briarwood's going to call a timeout here. So we'll take it with them. Let's take a 30-second break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill and Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. We're back. Brian Northcutt, Dallas Poe, Briarwood Christian School, Birmingham, Alabama. First round of the playoffs. Fort Payne trails 28-12 to 12 to Briarwood. 45 seconds left in the third quarter. It's first and 15. Bazina drops back and throws to a slot receiver. Pickup of about seven yards. That's number seven. No, is that is that seven? I think it is. That's Ben Rebel, Rebels. That's, um, he told me his name was Gray. They got the names wrong in here. It's Gray Rebels, which is another one of Eric's sons on this Briarwood team. We're going under 23 seconds left. If Briarwood chooses, they can go to the fourth quarter, and it looks like they're going to. Let the clock run out. That's going to be the end of the third quarter, Fort Payne trailing 28 to 12. So we're going to take a one-minute break and come back for the start of the fourth quarter. Fort Payne trails 28 to 12. One-minute break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. We're back, about to start the uh, fourth quarter. Fort Payne trailing 28 to 12. You know, Dallas, if uh, w in all uh, honesty, Fort Payne, if they get one big break right here, they can get back in this ball game. Um, it's not out of reach, but they have got to have some magical yeah. things start to happen here. And this Briarwood offense doesn't appear to be willing to do that for Fort Payne. But nevertheless, Fort Payne's got to keep fighting right now. Fort Payne, or Briarwood tries to freeze Fort Payne. It's second down and five, nearing midfield. Vazinich fakes the handoff. He drops back. He's getting a little bit of pressure. He's going to throw deep over the middle of the field, trying to get to Rebels, and that's going to be an interference. Boy, that's a long throw. <laughs> that is a long spun. throw. 
That's what 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, that's about 55 in the air. Yeah. On the sideline, so probably 60 in the air. And Seth Williams was in good coverage, but he just uh, couldn't make the play, and it's going to be a pass interference was going to give a Briarwood a first down. You were asking me, so whoever wins this game is going to play Clay Chalkville in the second round of the playoffs. And so in playoff football, there's a couple of different ways to determine whether or not you're going to travel or host. Uh, first, The first rule is if you have traveled more than the other team, then you're going to host. So if Fort Payne were to win and Clay Chalkville were to win, since Clay Chalkville is hosting, Fort Payne would host because Clay Chalkville hosted this week and Fort Payne traveled. There's a snap. Vizina fakes the handoff, and he runs up the middle for five yards. I thought I saw a flag drop. Did I see one? I may have made that up. No, there was a flag on the play. So, and then if both teams were hosting or both teams were traveling, then you just simply look at the brackets, and the team that's on top is the host team. It's, a, it's kind of a weird rule okay. uh, that when you just look at the brackets. So if you're if the way they draw the brackets up, if you're listed on the top of the bracket, the very, very tip top of the bracket, then you'll always host if it's ever a tiebreaker. The only thing that supersedes that is if it's two teams from the same region, then the higher-seeded team will always host no matter what. So it's going to be first and 15 Briarwood, under 11 and a half minutes left in our ball game. Vazina rolls left side. Going to throw to the flats, and it is complete for about six yards. It's going to be second down and nine. Need to take advantage of getting them behind the sticks here. Yeah. Hopefully get a stop. Silas Homer comes in to give Hayden Harrell a break, or Hayden Presley, excuse me. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm impressed. The defense is playing their butts off. They They're really trying so hard. This, this offense is just really potent. Try the fake again, and the four paint almost jumps, but they don't. Briarwood has trips receivers on the top side, and he rolls that way. Now he's going to throw backside to a receiver screen to 18. He catches and picks up close to, I think he did get a first down. Nice play developed there. He did a half roll. He kind of started a roll out right and then threw back to a wide receiver screen to this left side, and I think they – nope, it's going to be short. It'll be a yard short. Silas Homer on the tackle there. That's one of those defensive line going downfield and making a play there. Yep, nice, nice play Save by Silas. third down here. So it's third and short. Vizina fakes the uh, snap, and he looks to the sideline to change the play. We're about to go under 10 minutes in the ball game, and four paint trails by 16. Need to stop here, fellas. Going to run the option right side. He fakes the pitch, and now he's going to run and picks up the first down. And just yeah. got it by maybe a foot or two. Four Payne is really close on these plays and doing everything they can do to try to stop this offense. But it's a, it's a good offense. Under 10 minutes, Briarwood picks up the first down at the Four Payne 31-yard line. Help me with these tacklers. If you see who they are, let them know because – I'm watching the overall play, and I end up missing a lot of who's making these tackles. First and 10, Briarwood. Vizina takes the snap. He's rolling to this left side, sets up, throws down to the sideline, throws behind the receiver, Rebels, and he, they say he makes the catch. I wasn't so sure. That would have been a great catch. Down at the eight-yard line, picks up a first down, Briarwood on a little wheel route. That was actually a bad throw by Vizina there. And yeah. He came back and made a play on it. Yep. It's first and 10. Now Briarwood's going to go hurry. Rebels is under center. He takes the snap. He runs right up the middle, picks up about two. Nice stop by Fort Payne on defense. 
That was Kobe King coming down there to help out. Will Green, Carter Tinker, some of those guys really trying to play their rear ends off for this hopefully not last game of the season. But it's starting to get out of reach now. If, if Briarwood scores here, it's going to be really tough for Fort Payne. Rebels goes under center. Got two H-backs to his left. Takes the snap. He's going to run left side looking for running room. There's nothing there. Four paint stuffs it. Nice job by the defensive front to fill those gaps. Carter Tinker comes in on the tackle. Nice play by him. Daryl Prater under that pile. Four paints really battling right here, trying to trying to hold Briarwood. It's going to be third and goal from the five-yard line. Looks like Briarwood's going to go back to Bazina at quarterback. Though. Yeah, they're going to spread it back out, aren't they? Four Payne getting set. Briarwood, uh, he's going to run option left side. He's just going to pick it up. No, he gets hit, and he does not pick short. up the touchdown. Who is that? Will Green. Nice play by Will Green tackling Vizina on the, the two, about the two-yard line. So yeah, the one and a half, two there. So it's fourth down. Kind of hate to say it here, but this could be, you know, break the camel's back either way here. Yeah. Keep us in this game. or Yep, if Fort Payne. Big fourth you know, down. I'd be really tempted to kick this if I were Briarwood, but they're going to go for it. It's fourth and goal from the two-yard line. Big play by Fort Payne. If they can make this stop here, they're in shotgun, and Fort Payne's going to call a timeout. You can see what they lined up in, and they're going to call a timeout. Let me tell you about one of our sponsors, um, Tracy's Floors and Gifts. Do some early Christmas shopping with Tracy's personalized printing and gifts, gourmet baskets, comfy socks, and other stocking stuffer items. Remember, Holiday Open House is this weekend, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, located on Galt Avenue in North Fort Payne. You're getting this live on FPTV. So 7.32 left in the ballgame, fourth and two, Briarwood. They're up 16, and so if Fort Payne can get a stop here, uh, they've got to do some magical things. They're still only technically two scores down, two touchdowns and two two-point conversions uh, to get back to a tie. But uh, All starts with a stop here. Well... Now they say that, and I see a, the place kickers warming up, so I wonder if they're not going to try to put this to a three-score game. You would think they would kick that it. That would be the smarter yeah. move. It's really just a glorified extra point. But no, no. Hey, I guess he just went out there for show because they're going for it. I would have kicked this. Yeah, it's kind of this is a surprise to me here. Yeah, I guess they just want to go ahead and close it out here or try to. But uh, – Briarwood comes out. Vizina in shotgun formation. Rebels to his right. Fourth and goal, Fort Payne. Trying to hold Briarwood here. Vizina rolls right. It looks like his straight quarterback run. It is. He's going to score. Didn't have an edge to, to, to close it off. And uh, Vizina does it with his legs again. Touchdown, Briarwood. 7.25 left in the ballgame. Briarwood up 34-12. Mm. He's definitely a dual threat guy. Yeah. I mean, it, he's probably close to 80, 80 yards rushing, yeah. you know, this this game, and I'm not sure on his passing yards. but So, four, uh, four paint trails, 34 to 12. Extra point's good there. Extra point good, 35 to 12. Briarwood leads, 725 left in our ball game. Let's take a 30-second break. This is for Payne Wildcat football. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. 
They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Briarwood kicks. Connor Cash receives the ball at the 11-yard line. He's running left side, trying to get to the edge. He is not going to get there. He's going to be down at the 16, 17-yard line. 7.15 left, and Fort Payne's just going to have to try to air it out, I guess, if yep. you want to try to get back into this one. But it's going to be really difficult at this point. Pretty aggressive play calling here. Yeah, you'd have to really start to speed things up and uh, – Fort Payne's got the capability of making some points, but it's going to take a lot to overcome this lead. First and 10, Fort Payne. Jake Barnes in shotgun formation, fakes the handoff, throws to Connor Cash left side. He picks up five, six, eight, ten yards, almost a first down. I think he did get it. No, he's short. Nice pickup by Connor Cash. Connor's had a really good night tonight. I think this is the best game I've seen Connor have all year. I don't know how many receiving yards, but it's got to be, I would think, over 100. Yeah, and at least a 35, 40-yard kickoff return also. Yep. You're going to really miss Connor next year with his Fort Payne team. Takes a snap, throws to Connor. He gets some help from that defensive end. So uh, Briarwood is starting to figure out to, uh, that we're isolating Connor and they bring out some help with a linebacker that time, and, and Jake can't thread that needle. So it's third down and one. 646 left in the ball game. Fort Payne trails 35-12 to 12 at Briarwood. So looking like this is going to wrap up the season unless something magical happens here for this Fort Payne team. Really want to thank a lot of these guys for all the effort they've given. Here's Caden up the middle. Going to try to pick up the first down. He does pick up the first down. Caden really fighting there. That's going to be – that's a bright future there. There's a sophomore running back that's going to be real special here. Really only had about four, four or five games that he got to play healthy this year. Yep. Uh, Oxford up 27-17 to 17 now on Chelsea. So trying to check on some of our region games. First and 10 for Payne at their own 28-yard uh, line. Jake in shotgun formation with Caden to his left. He drops back. He's looking across the middle of the field. He's going to throw down the side to uh, Marcus Ledford on like a wheel route, and he was in double coverage and can't get it. It's going to be second down and 10. So I think uh, Briarwood knows Fort Payne's got to start slinging it around, and they're dropping in coverage now. Homewood now up 35-7 to in the fourth quarter over Arab. So uh, the Arabian Nights season looks like it's going to end tonight along with four panes and south sides, and Oxford may be the only team from our region to make it to the second round. Which, considering what they started with this year with all those transfers and a new coach, that's a really good job yeah. by those guys. Second and ten, four Payne. Jake drops back, looks across the middle of the field, dumps it, tries to dump it down to Connor, and uh, he's covered up there and nothing there. It's going to be third down. Right at six minutes left in the ball game. Four pain trails, 35 to 12. This is Brian Northcutt, Dallas Poe, Briarwood Christian School, first round of the 6A state playoffs. And uh, Four pain, unless something magical happens here, looks like their season is going to end tonight for this team that has fought so hard this year from that 0 and 3 start. Now you look back on it, Dallas, and I mean, you and Britt and I, after that ARAB loss, 
We're in the press box going, oh, my goodness, they're going to have to come up with some answers. Going to drop off a little screen pass to Caden. It's incomplete. It's going to be fourth down. But we were talking about we took our headset off after that ARAB loss in a four panes 0-3, and you could see it on Coach Elmore's face in that postgame interview. Boy, we were – it was down. Yeah, Fort Payne definitely had a big turnaround after that ARAB game and, you know, has had a great season this year. Yep, yeah, they really did a remarkable job reeling off five straight wins. Uh, well, six of the last seven wins minus the Oxford game. And, uh, and so they uh, did a great job of getting themselves back in the position of the playoffs and going to miss this kid right here, Alex McPherson, on to punt. See if he can end on a good one tonight. A wobbly spiral. Going to land at the 34-yard line, and Briarwood will take over there. Let me tell you about another one of our sponsors, Patterson's Music and Jewelry. You can lay away for Christmas right now. For you music lovers, Kipma, Alvarez, and PV Guitars, sound equipment and accessories. Check out their beautiful selection of jewelry or have yours cleaned. Dan and Marie can also service your watch, change out the battery, or have it repaired. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, you're listening to this live on FPTV. I want to also mention the American Crossbase LLC scoreboard report tonight. Chris and Gina Dura will be uh, live on WZOB at, from 10 to 11 o'clock tonight. American Crossbase LLC scoreboard report. 10 to 11 o'clock looking to first-round games in Alabama high school playoffs. little swing pass to number two, and he fumbles oh. it, and Fort Payne's going to get on it, Fort Payne. They do pick it up. little swing pass to number two out in the flats, and uh, – Whoever the first one was to made the tackle stripped the ball, and it's recovered by Fort Payne. So Fort Payne set up on the uh, Briarwood 34-yard line, 538 left in the ball game. Nice play by that defense. Did you see who that was? I did not. I couldn't tell who stripped it out there. It was on this left side, so it could have been uh, Bennett Blanks or uh, Hayden Harrell. Fort Payne comes out first and 10. They've got trips down here. Single receiver, Connor Cash up top. He's going to drop back. He's looking across the middle of the field. To, oh, Sawyer Burton, no, he's going to throw the wheel route, and that's going to be picked off. So Fort Payne gives it right back to Briarwood, throwing it into a triple coverage there to um, trying to get it to Marcus Ledford. Nothing there, and Briarwood takes over. Ethan Anderson, I think it's back-to-back interceptions for him right there. Yeah, there's just not much there. Uh, Briarwood's played well, and – Fort Payne's going to close this out. Uh, right now, their defense is just playing that prevent, and they got, you know, three down line and everybody else back deep. It's just hard to throw on them. Yeah. So as the, uh, the the time starts ticking away here, let's start to recognize some of these guys. Rebels now, they're going to run a little wildcat with Rebels in. Well, that's not Rebels. That's 22 for Briarwood. Riley Margine. So picks up four yards, second down and six. Uh, Briarwood deep in its own territory after the interception. But uh, going through the offense, you got Jake Barnes as a junior, so he'll be back. That's nice. Caden Dubose, sophomore, he'll be back. Going to miss Sawyer Burt. Big, big target at tight end. Sawyer had a great senior year. A little banged up with that shoulder for a lot of the year, but fought through it and played really hard and took the challenge that Coach Elmore gave him. There's a fumble by Briarwood, but he picks it up, and he's going to get back to the – no, he picked up another couple of yards. It's going to be third down and four. Marcus Ledford's a junior. Going to be nice to have him back. Ricky Adame. Coach Elmore spoke really highly of Ricky 
and uh, just talked about him in the same terms that he talked about Alex Akins. Just needed a bunch of guys just like him because he works really hard. Plays Will hard. Miss, yeah, plays really hard. Bronson Laney, senior left tackle. Bronson's a hard-working and tough football player. Really going to miss him next year. Bain Barentine worked himself into a starting position. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of playing time before this year, but really busted his tail in the weight room. Bain, you've done a great job, son. You should be proud. Eli Frazier, Coach Elmore, I keep thinking of a phrase that he mentioned to me. There's an incomplete pass from Vizina across the middle. He hasn't been on target a whole lot this tonight. No. He, he's got a great arm, but it's fourth down, and Fort Payne's going to get the ball back. So let's talk a little bit. Eli Frazier, Coach Elmore, mentioned to him early on, maybe the best center he's ever coached. We're going to definitely miss him next year leading that offensive line. Colton Shankles at right guard. He'll be back next year. Look forward to having another year with him, as well as Andrew Barclay. That right side, that right side of Fort Payne's offensive line, Andrew Barclay and Colton Shankles will be back. On defense, missing going to miss Heisman Brown, senior. Daryl Prater, senior. Those two are going to be really tough to replace. Here's the kick. Fort Payne trying to block it, and they hit him. That's going to be another personal foul, uh, roughing the kicker. Maybe running into the kicker, but at this point it really doesn't matter because – Fort Payne had to take the chance. You just got to pull out all the stops. And I, I admire Coach Elmore for at least trying to do everything he can to keep Fort Payne in the game. Hit the punter there, and it's going to be a first down for uh, Briarwood. So with 3.47 left in the ball game, let's talk about this defensive. So Heisman Brown, boy, he hustles his rear end off. Daryl Prater does a great job. Obviously, it's going to be really difficult to replace him. Hayden Presley's only a 10th grader, and he's a big kid. Uh, really stout defensive tackle there, so that's nice to have him back. Skylar Hillier, we've discussed all year, uh, and I don't mean this in any – take this the way I mean it. He has no business being as good as he is. He's just a skinny kid that looks out of position at a defensive end for what he does, but he has really good hands, really good first – really quick first step and just lived in the backfield so much. Great job, Skylar. We're going to miss you too. There's a first down run, going to pick up five yards. Tackle on the play by Daryl Prater and um, Diego Gallegos. Uh, Skylar Hillier, Will Green, going to miss Will, a senior linebacker. Carter Tinker, just a ninth grader, had to play tonight at starting at linebacker. So that's going to be nice to have him for a couple more years. Bennett Blanks, just a tenth grader. He does a great job at that outside linebacker spot. Alex Aikens, just a junior. It'll be nice to have him back next year. Going to miss Seth Williams at corner. Great job this year, Seth. Uh, we had player of the week a couple times, or at least one time I remember. Does a great job at that cornerback position. Um, Hayden Harrell is at the other cornerback position. He'll be back next year. He's a junior. There's a second down run. It looks like he picked up a first down for Briarwood. And Kobe King's only a, fre- uh, uh, excuse me, a junior. So it'll be nice to have Kobe back. Um, so Fort Payne is not, it's got a lot of seniors, but they're not too many seniors yeah. that you can't replace some of that. A lot, a lot of guys coming back. It's going to be going to be a good year next year with those guys. Yeah, a lot of skill position. Got Skylar Cody coming back. He's a special talent. Um, going to miss Braden Wooten. He's a senior. Really did a great job coming in and spot playing at times. Um, got a lot of these young kids going to be able to come back. Trying to look through this list again. Silas Homer. He's just a junior, so he'll be a senior next year. Should be starting probably in place of Daryl Prater, I would imagine. There's a run up the middle. Briarwood just trying to run this clock out. Picks up about eight yards. We're about to go under two minutes. So uh, looking along here, Cole Blaylock, a senior. Brax Goza, a senior. Patrick Sherrill, a senior. Diego Gallegos, a senior. Uh, Those guys did a lot of uh, good work on special teams. 
and on um, second-team defense, helping uh, spell some of these other guys. Some other seniors on this team, Noah Tidmore. Um, trying to run through here and get these names called out so that you guys can have your due for the hard work that you put in. Aiden Smith, backup defensive back, got in the game last week against uh, North Jackson. Here's the run up the middle. He's going to pick up a – no, it's going to be close to a first down. Nice hit on the play. Was that Will or was that Carter? No, that was uh, Bennett. Bennett, likes Bennett really stuffed up the middle on that one. He's not afraid to hit, is he? No, he's not. Um, who else we got here? Alex Juan, a senior. Patrick Sherrill mentioned him. Brax mentioned him. Braden Wooten mentioned him. I think we've gotten at least what's on my list. Ben Flanagan. We got to see Ben get in the game last week for some running running back position and play a little bit of defensive line. Going to miss him just from his work ethic standpoint. Uh, Alberto Manuel, uh, 53 defensive tackle. I saw him in a couple of games. Briarwood going down. They're just going to take a knee here. 50 seconds left. This game's going to go to going to go to the end. Guys, I hope that I did not miss any of you seniors. I don't think that I did. I'm looking at my roster trying to make sure. If I did, I'd really apologize. Um, I don't see anybody that I missed that's on my sheet. So hopefully I didn't. I know. I, please forgive me if I've missed your name. Looks like Briarwood just took last yep. knee there. That'll yep, that's going to close it out. So Briarwood's going to beat Fort Payne 35-12 to 12 in the first round of the 6A playoffs. This 2021 campaign for Fort Payne is going to come to a close. With a loss at Briarwood, you got to admire the team's fight, but they're going to come up short tonight, and uh, this season will come to an end. Fort Payne loses 35-12. to 12. We're going to take a two-minute break and then wrap up uh, the game, and then we'll close out this 2021 season. That's a two-minute timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Don't you wish there was a locally owned and operated store that supports the community? A store that carries all the best brands in a size that fits with great prices. Fort Payne Footworks is all that and more. They carry brands like Cotopaxi, Brooks, Merrill, Wolverine, On, Hoka, and more. Shop here, shop local. And don't forget to pick up your Kicker U shirt and your favorite Little River hat at Fort Payne Footworks. Fort Payne Footworks, home of the Little River Hat and Clothing Company. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City here in Fort Payne, Alabama. We're still over here by Walmart uh, doing a big sale, and I wanted to invite everybody to come down and look, check out the inventory. We've got some great inventory to choose from. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. If you want it, we've got it. Shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com. Give us a call at 256-844-2210. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. 
We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. We're back. Brian Northcutt, Dallas Poe here at Broward Christian School. Four pain goes down 35-12 to 12 in the first round of the 6A state playoffs. Uh, we were just talking about it, and I'd, I'd forgotten this, but you know this feeling because your last game as a high school player was on this field it is. with a defeat at Broward, and you said it kind of brought back a little bit of those memories. It does, yeah. Um, anybody that's played high school football knows what that last game feels like, and it's, it's not an easy feeling for these seniors out there. So I, I feel for them, but uh, they got to hold their head high for what they've done this year. And Like you go back and say, we, you know, ARAB game, we're looking around like, man, you know, what, what's going on here? And uh, Coach Elmore and all the team just kind of turned everything around, reeled off five straight wins. And, you know, at that ARAB game, we weren't even sure about a playoff game possibly. Yeah. And, you know, here we are playing Briarwood in the first round here in a very good Briarwood team. Uh, seems like every year they're, they're, Briarwood's a very good team. Um, um, Fort Payne played great this game. A couple small breaks away from, you know, being right there in in the game a lot closer than we were. Um, so, Yeah. Fort Payne just finished the alma mater with the band. Coach Elmore is going to take him down to the end zone and talk with him. Uh, but you're right. I, there was a few plays in that game that if they go Fort Payne's way, then it could have ended up a different way. But the, uh, very few of them did. The offense looked pretty sharp. The defense did look just um, – overmatched in many ways uh, the skill guys at Briarwood are just different than what we're used to seeing in our region and and they, they uh, have some players. to run with them and play with them and keep them contained is a very very big challenge and uh, they did the best they could with that with what they have and I you just got to admire and you got to feel proud to be from a school that that plays this kind of football because the resources in a Birmingham school or a Huntsville school or anything like that um, so um, tomorrow the game is going to air uh, on FPTV tomorrow. So let me go through our sponsors, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. This is our, uh, this is our football sponsors for uh, WZOB. Let's go Aikens Furniture, Convenient Wash, Rufus Garage and Transmission, Pure Clean Restoration Services, Thurman's Appliance Parts and Service, DeKalb Wholesale, R&D Flooring, My Supply, Westmoreland Tire, Beacon Insulation, Builder Supply, Cole Surgical Arts, First Fidelity Bank, North, about North Alabama Trophies, Twin City Auto, Bruce's Foodland, Tracy's Florist and Gifts, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, American Crawl Space LLC, and Not Your Mama's Deli. Well, Dallas, my first year on play-by-play, -play, your first year That's on it. color. I want to thank Britt and Scott for covering on the weeks that they were able to cover for uh, with the color commentary. But, Dallas, it was, it was our first go-around, and uh, – I got to say, it was pretty fun. It was. I enjoyed it. Uh, kind of gets me back in the swing of what's going on in high school football, and there's nothing like being at a high school game on a Friday night. Yeah, it was funny because I was so nervous about – not nervous. Uh, I didn't know anybody. I went to that first practice, and I'm going, okay, well, who's this guy? Okay, well, who's this guy? And who's this guy? And now I kind of feel like I know these guys personally. Exactly. From I having spent so much time and with the coaches and being out there on the field, and I really enjoyed it. So thank you, Holly. Thank you, WZOB. Thank you, FPTV. Yeah, you've done a great job this year. You've done a great job. We've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, Fort Payne's wrapping it up with Coach Elmore. We're going to wrap it up here. 
and uh, hopefully get home a little bit sooner than it took us to get down here because that so. Birmingham traffic was brutal. Yeah, we, we hit rush hour on the way down, so maybe that yeah. won't be an issue going home. So we want to thank everybody who uh, is associated with Fort Payne Athletics and Fort Payne High School. Thank you for Brian Jett, the superintendent, for uh, Mr. Jenny, Jimmy Cunningham, who just retired as superintendent, for uh, Patrick Barnes, principal, Steve Black, FPTV, all those folks, and with WZOB, Holly and Jamie and Steve. With those guys, we thank you for uh, joining us this year. It was fun, didn't end the way we wanted it to, but uh, there's really only one team that it ends the way you want it to, and that's the one that wins the state championship. So there's going to be a lot more disappointed teams next week. Exactly. And so uh, you don't can't win them all, and then you just hope that you can continue to improve. You've really, got to really like the, the trajectory of this four-paint football yeah, program. I'm looking so, forward to next year. Yep, yeah, and we'll see what happens next year. Well, that's it for the 2021 season. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up and head up north. This is for Payne Wildcat football.
Oh.